Hey, it's my birthday. I ain't answering your call, but you can leave a voicemail. We about to get into this new episode of the Miseducation of the People. I ain't talking about shit, but I'm talking my shit. Nah, I mean, only good times. 33 years old, it's my motherfucking birthday. We out here celebrating. Let's go. Beats by Pete Samples. Miseducation. It's my motherfucking birthday. Make some noise. <laughs> now, man, I got the audience in here, yeah, you know, but, uh, you know, I got to pick myself up, you know. Uh, got to thank myself for never quitting. Miseducation. You know I mean? um, trust me, there was a time that I wanted to quit. But, yeah, welcome to the Miseducation of the People. We back. It's Taryn. You know what I mean? It's still my birthday. It's going to be my birthday all episodes. my birthday to the end of the month. You know what I mean? And, you know, if you're in the spirit of giving. Donations. Gifts. Gifts. Yes, yes. Show some love. I'm accepting donations to improve what we are doing here at the Real Talk Session Series. I'm trying to help my people out. So go ahead and cash at money sign RTSS movement. Or you can buy some merch or you can spread the word about the dope shit that we're doing. You know, share with your people and rate, review, subscribe to a podcast. You know, I need some more numbers on my YouTube. So, you know, hook that up too, please. You know, it's my birthday. Spread love. Now, I mean, uh, or you have the other option of donating to a Beautiful Mind Foundation. This is a birthday fundraiser that I'm doing on Facebook. Uh, Beautiful Mind Foundation is a organization that's providing funds to a variety of mental health organizations that serve people of color across this nation. Uh, so far this year, they have given away, I think it was about $25,000. Uh, based out of Maryland, this is their second year running, and they're just doing some dope stuff. Uh, second or first year, I believe. I don't know. But uh, trying to get the founder on there, uh, Miss Adrienne Augustus, but they're doing some dope, dope, dope stuff. So please, please, please either donate to them or donate to us, you know, because at the end of the day, it's coming back to the community and we're trying to make some stuff happen. So links are in our show notes. But yeah, you know, of course I got to sh- do my shout outs, you know, um, it's my birthday, so I'm gonna keep it up about me, you know, and my family. So shout out to my grandmother for gifting me with these country ass cooking hands. I mean, <laughs> she'd be flipping a 12 pack of bacon in a cast iron skillet with her bare hands and she'd be flipping coals with them shits. And <laughs> I mean, like I, I inherited the good hands. So, you know what I mean? I'd be out there too, flipping the bacon, even though I don't eat meat like that, but you know, that, that's the thing that get passed down with these jeans, you know, the funny stuff. Um, and then uh, something recent, too. Uh, I just realized that I got my videography interest from my grandfather. Um, I never talked to him about his videography stuff. I always just remember seeing him with like the big ass camera back in the day. And I just found out that they still had his camera from the 60s to 70s. It's like a Magnavox that played the big ass VHS tapes. Pardon me. I cannot talk right now, but it's all good. Um, I, I ain't smack yet. Not me. It's my birthday. I'm gonna celebrate a little bit later though. Not me, but uh, for the business, for the podcast, it's all business. Not me, but um, for this this camcorder, it's still in shape. It looks like it. I gotta see if the internal workings are still, you know, if everything's good in there with the circuits and all that stuff. But like, it's dope, you know. And definitely just seeing what is passed down through the generations, even when you don't talk about it, it's it's mad interesting and dope so you know shout out to my grandfather for putting this into me because you know real talk session series the miseducation of the people probably wouldn't be here if he wasn't into videography and i expanded it out you know um i always talk about how the generations before us it's like cars uh models of cars you know he, he had the, the joint where 
they had the big ass front seat and they had the manual windows where you had to roll it by yourself, you know, and that's where, you know, I came from, you know, seeing how far that we have evolved as a family and the stuff that I'm dealing with and the stuff that I've inherited, you know, it's just dope really. And, you know, getting in touch with my spiritual side and, you know, the ancestors, you know, because that's been big for me the past two years um, when it came to my healing and with my 33rd birthday, it just feels like everything is, you know, coming into alignment, but we're going to get into that. But, uh, make sure, you know, show some love, uh, follow me on Twitter. You know, I didn't want to put that out there before, but you know, I, I'm back on Twitter. It's feeling like Oh nine Twitter minus the problematic team, light skin campaigns. And I mean, but, uh, yeah, follow me at real underscore MR underscore Morgan. So that's real underscore MR like Mr. Underscore Morgan. You know, I'll be talking shit in one tweet and then the next one I'm dropping knowledge. Now, I mean, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, also, you know, because I believe in giving to my people, being a servant leader. Now, I mean, we got the $20 sale. That means everything in our merch shop is $20 until August 31st. Plus, we just dropped a brand new merch design, the Real Talk Only Joint. You know, that's, that's what the slogan is for the Real Talk Session Series. So we had to put it out there, you know. Um, and we got free shipping with that. And if you think it get better, it's my birthday. <laughs> Not me, but, uh, yeah, all proceeds from your investment goes towards our efforts to bringing easily accessible education to black communities across the nation. I mean, and it's free shipping, so you can't beat that. So go to our show notes and there will be a link to our merch shop and use code $20 holla. That is two zero D O L L A. H O L L A. Once again, it's twenty dollar holla. I ain't gonna spell it out again because you know what I mean. If you didn't get the first time, just rewind that joint, hit that little fifteen seconds back thing. You know what I mean. Also, um, other ways that you can support us: uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Real Talk Session Series, and let us know what you think about the podcast. Uh, how you feeling? Anything? I mean, um, we we all about community. Talk to us. We actually care about what y'all going through and all that. You know, give us some suggestions. You know, talk your shit to us. We 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 about that. We have fun. You know, and honestly, with you liking and sharing our stuff, that does help out. Um, I know you don't think that, but that quantitative data that's key because we are trying to scale and pitch this stuff that we're doing to network. So we're gonna need your help. You know, this is a community approach. You know, we we pouring out this knowledge to y'all. So just pour back the support and it's free, you know, please share this podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Let me get them five stars. It is my birthday. Now, I mean, let me get some five stars, get some good reviews in there. And I mean, tell me how smooth my body is, how shiny that shit is. Now, I mean, just gas your boy up. That's all you got to do. Now, I mean, uh, but, I, but I appreciate y'all for real. Like it, it's been, um, it's only been a little bit of time since I've been on this podcast, but I'm definitely feeling the benefits of it. Like I said in the very first episode, y'all are my guinea pigs. I'm using this on y'all. And I mean, this has been very ther therapeutic. And, you know, I just appreciate every single thing um, that y'all doing. So please keep listening and let me know your thoughts. And lastly, the, the last way to support us, um, donate. That's always the best way. Um, what we're doing requires a lot of money. Um, there's a lot of operation stuff behind the scenes uh, when you're trying to spread I'm trying to bring on additional team members. So, you know, it's real. So if you'd like to donate, please visit realtalksessionseries.org. And we also got the cash app in our show notes. Um, also, we are still in church announcements right now. Pardon me, pardon me. But I'm extending the search for our strategic communications intern. 
Um, just haven't found somebody that's qualified enough. Um, I'm looking for somebody black. Okay, black. But uh, yeah, this person will be doing our newsletters, our strategic communications on uh, social media, some press kits, uh, just small stuff that we're trying to do that will add up to bigger things when it comes to the advancement of this company. And as usual, you know, I take care of my people. I'm making sure that all my interns come in at a certain level and I'm making sure that they leave at a better level after working with me. You know, that's one thing I take pride on and I have years worth of experience of taking my students to the next level. So, you know, spread the word. And especially as we have uh, the school semester starting back up, this is fully virtual. You know, it's not paid yet. However, you know, I, I throw, throw a couple of dollars to my people when they doing good. And my goal is to make this intern position into a full-time position. Um, so, you know, got some plans in the works, but sometimes you got to learn when you need to expand and give others uh, opportunities to help you with your vision and mission. I mean, like I'm doing a lot right now, this podcast, editing, all that stuff, even though this is fun for me, but like, it's a lot. And especially like when you got plans and there's not enough time in a day and all that good stuff. And honestly, you know, I'm not one of those people where I feel that, oh, if I can't do something, I'm going to try to figure it out on my own. Yeah, I'll do it. But necessarily, I have to think about the time that it's going to take for me to acquire that knowledge to be good in it, to be good in it. So, you know, just trying to be more strategic with the way I work. So this past uh, weekend was my family's uh, 54th reunion, family reunion. Um, yeah, we've been doing this for 54 years. It's, it's dope shit. Um, however, you know, with everything with COVID, we had to do it via virtual, which was a interesting event. Um, technology is going on tech. I mean, it's going to fuck up. We, we tried everything in advance uh, to try to get some family members in. But of course, technology messing up. But it, it was dope. I liked it. Um, and the fact that we had something to come together in a time where, you know, a lot of people are going through stuff with quarantine and COVID. It was dope to do that digitally. And it was brought to life by the new virtual event production services that the Real Talk Session Series are now offering. So we're going to talk about that later on, too. You know what I mean? I got you. But uh, it's definitely dope when you think about the history of family reunions, especially black family reunions. There's so many, so much, um, it's, it's so much knowledge in that space when it occurs. And there's been many traditions passed down. That's one of the biggest traditions that, you know, I can I really think of when I think about uh, black families, especially like my family. We're from um, all over the place, but a lot of the southern roots and all that. So um, I'm not sure if there's any other families that are that have a history of doing it for this long. But we definitely got some dope stuff together. And I actually created a uh, 50th family reunion documentary that I I uh, did a couple years ago and I, I might upload it because it's a lot of history in there too. And you can see how the humble beginnings of with my grandfather's camcorder, he actually recorded like the early family reunions back from like the sixties and seventies at shark room park, black and white. Like it's, it's dope. Definitely. So, but also it's a, it's a good time to learn that history from the elders and the family. Um, yeah, you can get the information when they're not here in a spiritual realm, but it's easier to do that when they're here with you physically. So please take time to talk to them. Um, one of the things that I do, I actually just interview my grandparents. Like I put them on the camera and just talk to them like, yo, tell me what's going on um, from the past. Because, you know, a lot of those stories, it's not in books. 
we're big on oratorical history. So, you know, that's priceless information. And, you know, you don't want to lose that as people pass and transition. So please, please, please make sure that you talk to the elders in your family because they have a lot of stories and experiences that could probably help you out with what you're going through and give you perspective. Because when you look at history, that gives you a good idea of how you should approach the future too. you know, getting those strategies and all that stuff. And if you don't have a family reunion, I strongly encourage you to go ahead and talk to your family to try to put something together. Um, obviously, after COVID, because we don't need, um, you know, our, our matriarchs and patriarchs to pass because y'all being dumb when you want to get together. You know, it's not the time for that. But, you know, maybe come together, gather the information, talk about, hey, a year or two from now, we want to do this because family reunions do take planning. Um, us in particular, we have about 300 people every single year. And we do it in the park. So, you know, you got permit registrations, uh, how you gonna get this food, fundraising, all that good stuff. So it does take work. You don't have to do it big like that, but I strongly encourage you, you know, to get some planning because it does matter. And those long lasting memories definitely do. It's, it's priceless, you know, especially for the kids. They have those memories coming up. And another announcement, the Real Talk Session Series will be offering creative services very soon. Um, so that's live broadcasting like we did here. Uh, we're offering videography, graphic design, content creation, you name it. We're trying to step our game up, you know, so stay tuned. Now, um, as you notice from obviously your podcast provider, this episode is called Keys Open Doors. And there's no guess. I mean, I want to hit this on the solo. I mean, by, me by myself dropping keys the whole time. Um, I always say that representation matters and information does change situations. So, I want to help others avoid the traps that I fell into because I simply did not know. I mean, learn from my fuck ups instead of going through it the hard way. And of course, I got to use my favorite quote from Jay-Z. Hope did that. So hopefully you ain't had to go through that. I mean, but uh, for me, 33 it's the new moon. Everything feels like it's coming into alignment. I am going front. Like I've been seeing one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 four, 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 five, five, five. I ain't seen no six, six, six. So seven, 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 seeing eight, eight, eight. Like it's yeah. Stuff like that. It's like when you was watching, um, I think that was us. Yeah. With Jordan Peele <laughs> seeing all that stuff, like not on that funny stuff, but like just really feeling good. It's a certain energy to 33, you know, um, this time last year I was unemployed and didn't qualify for unemployment. Ain't going to talk about that because Streets is watching. Now, I'm making more money than ever. Got got some racks in the, in, in the account, I mean. <laughs> and I learned how to make my own money, and I mean, in addition to securing grant funding. And that's something crucial because I never knew how to make my own money. Uh, We're going to talk about that later on, though. But uh, it, it really took a, a minute for me to have the switch in my mind to go off to start really a grinding to achieve my goals. Um. All throughout my 20s, I was straight chilling, and I'm paying for it now. Um, but I'm on a better path. You know, I do have regrets, but at the same time, I don't because those are the tests that I had to have in order to gain a testimony, you know? And that's where I'm at right now, you know, just really pouring out to everybody. everybody. But during that time, I wasn't focused on finances. I was all social. I mean, um, I was working hard, though but with no strategy. So I was still putting in the amount of work I'm putting in now, but it was with no strategy or with a plan to advance myself. I was giving myself into whatever organization that I was with. And that's fucking dumb. Cause I found out the hallway, you know, these motherfuckers are going to um, replace you like it's nothing. 
Uh, but I can honestly say that Future Terran will be proud of what I'm doing right now and will benefit from the work that I'm putting in. Um, when I say like the past two, three years, like I really have been in a cocoon. I went MIA, you know, I sacrificed socializing and probably even my last relationship when I think about it, because for me, elevation requires separation. And I was doing a lot of the same stuff for many years and I was not getting a different result. So if I thought that by me not switching it up and really pushing myself and applying myself, that something was going to change. That's, that's definitely the definition of insanity, you know? So I had to really put myself first and get, get to work, you know, like always was talking about doing stuff, but I ne never actually put the will to the road to get it moving, you know? Um, everybody want to be a beast until it's time to do what beasts do. You know, we romanticize about the end goal, but we don't realize how hard that middle experience is going to be. Like when I say that, um, on this journey that I'm on right now to the top, because I will do it. I manifest everything and it does come to me. Um, I've experienced every single emotion thousands of times while building this shit. And that's because I literally have nothing else to fall back on. Um, the old model of the nine to five physically made me sick and it gave me a plan to kill myself. So is that real? Like I cannot go back to that at all. So that's why I strongly believe in what I'm doing. You know, people don't really, people didn't understand the vision of everything before, but now that everything's starting to really come to light, they're trying to, they're starting to see what I'm doing and they're like, Oh, okay. You know, so that's a, that's a scary thing about going off on your own and really trusting yourself and betting on yourself. You know, um, it's going to be tough and it's never a guarantee that it's going to work. But as long as you flow with, with the, with the punches and you really stay true and keep grinding because there's many times that I didn't want to quit, but I had to think back like, yo, what the fuck are you going to go back to? Because you've been applying to these jobs. Nothing was coming to you, you know, but as I kept beating at it and beating at it and beating at it and chipping away at it, like stuff really started to come to, to pass and to really saying like, Oh, okay, you're on the right path. You know, it just took a little while. I need to trust the process. So I had to really fully dive into my potential and build a shit from the mud to get what I truly deserve. Um, I'm nowhere near my goal. Trust me, but I'm closer than yesterday and I have a realistic plan and I'm focused as hell. But like Queen Flo Millie said, I'm trying to make a million my salary. I might have took an L, but I'm pretty sure nobody can tell. It took me a while to come up out my shell. And at least I can say I did it with no help. And that's facts. Um, one of the big things that I learned uh, in more so recent years, probably like the four or five years, because I always say, like, I'm a learning motherfucker. Like, I'm going to learn some shit to help, help me advance and advance my people and my family. Um, I forgot who I heard this from, so I apologize if you do it and I'm hearing it. It's this concept of learn, earn, and return. Um, just by nature, I am a servant leader. Shout out to the bros, 06. But uh, even before that, that, that was me. Um, and I realized that I learned, but I skipped the earn stage. It was in full return mode, you know what I mean? Um, just from my upbringing and everything, uh, we realized child trauma informs who we are as adults. You know what I mean, but um, I was a people pleaser and I did mad shit for people. But when I needed assistance, when I was at my lowest, when I was asking people for jobs, when I already showed my value to people, 
all it was was crickets. And I was giving my finances, my resources, my energy and time to people. Mm -mm, No more. No more. For real. Um, I was trying to pour from a, a, a cup that did not have any contents in it. And eventually I got so burnt out that it was rusted through. So my cup couldn't even hold anything in it in the first place. So I had to really look at everything that was causing me to, to be depleted. And, you know, I had to realize that, yo, Taryn, like you're doing a lot for other people and they not built like you. They've proven it because, you know, you've done all this stuff and I don't do everything. I don't give with hopes of receiving something back. However, I believe in courtesy and I believe in karma. You know what I mean? But, you know, when I saw that people weren't looking out, like I looked out for them, I'm like, okay, I need to worry about myself. I need to build this legacy for my family. You know what I mean? I need to make sure that my future partner, my future lover, and I mean, she's good because I saw that I was pouring into others and I didn't have anything else for my people. You know what I mean, so that's one of the things that I had to really get into my mind, you know, now I know the game and I definitely won't be taken advantage of and I'm adding taxes and gratuity on that bitch. You know what I mean? So it's, it is what it is, you know? Um, I enjoy helping others and I always will. And I won't be fully selfish to the point where I won't lend a hand. However, the main focus is on me because I'm able to wind in my impact on the world in a positive manner on my terms. So that's why I have to be extremely selfish right now. So you hit me up, you ask me for something, you either going to get the invoice or you won't get a no. Simple as that. No more free trials, none of that stuff. And I also am aware of my capacity. If I can't take it on, then I can't do it. You know, ain't no discounts. People talking about, oh, I can find somebody cheaper. Well, I can find a client that could pay more too. Now, I mean, that's the attitude I have now because before I didn't have confidence in my abilities. Um, and I was being taken advantage of in many ways. So, you know, it is what it is. Build them boundaries, uphold those boundaries. And that is a form of self-love. You know what I mean, now, one thing that I really um, learned was finances. It's, it's a repeat thing, you know, that kept coming up. You know, my upbringing uh, conditioned me to go for nine to five for the security, you know. I wasn't getting paid anywhere of my worth, and I was more intelligent and competent than the leaders that I worked under. The shit was annoying, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I cursed these motherfuckers out intelligently several times with facts and with feedback. And he still was doing some dumb shit, but hey, it is what it is, you know? Um, So, I'm creating my own path, and I'm doing that to get what I deserve and to not have my potential capped because, you know, when you work in these traditional jobs, um, you know, your salary is capped at a certain time and you're expected to work more hours and whatnot. Um, this is not a shot to my nine to five people at all. You know what I mean, because we all have our different roles and all that stuff, you know? So if that's what you like, then that's what you like. But I know what I don't like. And I mean, so I'm trying to really provide opportunities to others, but also, Keep my motherfucking sanity because it's not worth that in this day. Like the shirt say, integrity over everything. And I will not risk my integrity for any amount of money ever, period. But what I'm doing, um, my dream requires money. And I didn't have money. I'm gaining money now, you know. Um, I had to learn how to monetize this business and to stop being a consumer and become a producer. And that's something that we are not taught in school um and for me 
I had to learn this all on my own. You know, I had to learn how to make my money work for myself. So every coin that I receive for this business, I pour back into it, you know, and people don't understand like outside of content, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So, you know, in order for people to see your content and get to spread your message and your brand, you have to do marketing and marketing costs money. These ads definitely add up. Uh, buying merch in bulk to speed up shipping times. That's something I'm doing right now. And that takes money, you know, outsourcing help. So when you're trying to scale, it does require funds. And, you know, they say money is the root of all evil. Yes, but you can't live life without money. It's it's not realistic. There's no way to do it. You know, I really, I really wish there was, but hey, it, it 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 is what it is, you know, in this capitalist ass society. But um, yeah, we we you're gonna get there. But like I said, I didn't learn this shit in school at all. Um, I never went to school for business. Uh, I I learned what I learned by reading, listening to podcasts, talking to successful business people, and trial and error. That's why I'm doing it. And three out of the four things were free. You know, um, I did talk to some business people, um, but. That was free, but the real impact and the real um, progression and acceleration of this business came when I got a business coach. Shout out to Robin Cope. I mean, got a dope ass last name. If he's a rapper, like he, he probably has some dope ass lines. Not I me, mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah. But now, shout out to Robin and the, um, the Future Wise Group. They, um, Robin in particular, he really helped me understand how to run my business in a better way. Um, before I was completing tasks, I wasn't moving with purpose. The purpose of a business is to generate money and I wasn't moving right. I mean, so he showed me the proper way to do it, you know, how to help me out with organization and really developing a plan to move forward. So, you know, get a business coach. And honestly, life was one of my biggest business coaches too. You know, um, when I hit rock bottom, like a year or two ago, that helped me gain the hustler's mentality. I never had that. I mean, um, I always was doing like side hustle stuff, but like to truly, truly learn how to hustle and make and bring in real money. Like that's real. So, you know, it's that, that was my journey, but everyone's journey is very unique. And, um, it is really respective to their, their situation, you know? So it's going to be tough. I ain't going to lie, but it is worth it. Um, and my goal is to be working the Real Talk Session Series full time in a year or two. So, you know, it's going to happen. I'm putting it out there and I'm putting the work in, too. You know, uh, prayer without work, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work like that. I mean, um, another thing that I had to really get into was learning about credit. Um, I had no idea about credit. I was naive as fuck. Um, when I first got my credit cards, because I was 18, I was like, yo, let me, let me go get these turntables real quick. Even though I was trash, I ain't gonna lie. I was trying to be out here uh, being DJ Scratch and Sniff and shit. But uh, it didn't work out. But that kind of birthed uh, my little brother's interest in DJing. So now he's DJing. So, you know, it was a purpose for that. But my thought when I bought those turntables was that, oh, with this credit card, man, I'm about to pay this shit back. But I didn't realize how money works and how little money that you do get when you're first starting off. So that really sent me down a rabbit hole. And at one point, I was at 14 G's in debt. Now, nowhere near that at all. Um, credit score on the 700s. <laughs> Monthly payments at a manageable level. Know what I mean, so I'm good now. But um, 
yeah, I had to really learn how credit cards work. Um, and one thing that really helped me to really finally get my shit together was writing every single thing down on Excel. You can do it on paper too, of how much I'm spending a month and on what. That baseline information helped me develop a plan and really show me like, yo, Taryn, you was fucking up, but it's cool. You know, learn from the lessons and apply it. So now that I had that plan, it really helped me move forward with, you know, tackling um, everything when it came to finances and becoming financially free. Of course, look up everything yourself because I'm learning it and this is just the way I interpret it. So, you know, it might be wrong, but what I've been doing so far, it's been working. Um, But for years, I was focused on paying down my debt instead of using that money to stack. Right. And in this society and we're seeing now what's going on, you know, cash is king. So what I did was I got my score to a 700 first and then I started stacking my money more um, because right now I have a couple moves I'm trying to make. I'm getting a new car soon. Just waiting for them to get that joint in. Um, and then also I am working on moving and, you know, the credit score got to be right for apartment. So by me allowing my store to get to 700 and just stacking, I'm good. You know, I got my monthly payments to a manageable level. And I'm also going to be calling the companies to uh, have my interest rates decreased. There's actually scripts online uh, that teach you how to do this. Uh, when you look at all like the little, little, little fine lines and all that, like that's where it's in there. So fuck these banks. So get your score in a good range and stack that dough. And, you know, opportunities going to be endless. You know, the debt's going to be there. But it's more important that you actually have cash on hand because that's what really matters. Um, get to get that savings up, y'all. Uh, and really, the thing that helped me out the most and really develop my financial knowledge was that I really had to develop confidence in myself that I can do this shit. And I had to really embrace my natural talents um, because one of my fears was that, you know, oh, what are people going to say? Uh, I never really thought that I was that good in video or I would always come up with excuses like, yo, um, your camera not the best one that's that's out right now. And I mean, so you, you should like lay low, charge people a little less. But now I got a 4K camera and brand new equipment. <laughs> nah, shmoney. I, I need that. And I mean, but I'm also going to look my people out always. But like I said earlier, it's time for me to look out for myself and get a little selfish. And I mean, because I am setting up for my future, getting right for my family. And I mean, in the future. So, you know, speak everything to existence and put that work in. I mean, um, <laughs> Now, another part, right? Uh, growing the fuck up. I mean, so 33, 23, I was a fucking hot mess. And it took mad years to get right when it came to relationships. Um, I've said this before in the past. I was never taught how to navigate a relationship, the ups and downs. I really had to learn on my own. Um, and for me, I've had the honor of having amazing connections with a number of phenomenal women. And each one has helped me level up in some way. Um, it wasn't their job to do that, but the way that relationships with anybody, whether it's non-romantic or just platonic, um, you, you should be getting lessons and being improved by people, you know, but, uh, yeah, every, every single woman helped me level up and especially like the last one, I could say that definitely. Um, so right now, you know, I'm single, I'm celibate and I'm not focusing on dating because I want to truly show up whole. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to have a piece of me where I'm still working on. Um, I ain't gonna lie right now. The, uh, 
the emotional intelligence and communication, like it's a one. I mean, my that's something I've been working on, and I will continue to work on. So you know, my lady has has to meet me on that level because that's crucial. And I see what peace is like by having those two things right. I mean, so that's crucial. But the thing that I always said was, you know, my finances. That's what was holding me back. So when I say that I want to show up whole, you know. Everything's good, but that one finance piece, once I get that shit right, it's on, I mean. Hey, boo. Hey, boo. That's to my uh, my future bae, by the way, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Leave that here for her, you know. But um, even with me right now, you know, because I'm on a journey of really learning to love myself and to better myself, and I'm truly breaking generational curses, for real, for real. Like, you can't tell me that I'm not at all. Like, yeah, it's real. So, for me... I'm finding new communities. I'm meeting new people constantly. Um, I'm orbiting and entering new circles. And with that, I'm being exposed to some dope ass women that are attracted to me, but I'm practicing discipline. Trust me, this shit's hard. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> um, I've been upfront about my intentions. Now, I mean, no sex, no relationship, just strictly platonic because I'm focused. Um, but I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's been tough. It's been tough. It's been tough. Now, I mean, especially when it comes to the socials, you know what I mean? Because there's some exquisite women out there, you know. Now, I mean, I be wanting to slide in DMs, but I be chilling, you know. Um, so for now, you know, you just got to hit them with the quadruple tap to make sure they get that quantitative data, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, they, they might be building a business. That's why you got to hit them with the quadruple tap, you know what I mean? No, no, for no other reason, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, <laughs> I, I digress from my point, though. But um, But, like, back to a serious note, though, like... I really am being tasked with breaking many gener generational curses. Um, and for me, I realized that those curses were finances and effective communication and emotional intelligence. But like I said, the last two, I got that. But, you know, the finance, I'm working on it, you know. But uh, prior to me getting down emotional intelligence and effective communication, I, I, I got to admit, I mean, this is my confession. I'm going to get my confessions on right now. I was the ghost god back in the day. I ain't gonna lie. Um, before 2017, I could honestly say I did not allow for myself to feel emotions uh, because that's how I was brought up, you know? Um, Self-awareness and self-regulations were things that I lacked extremely. Um, even though I thought I was emotionless, I was still reacting with nothing but emotion. I'm gonna say that again, right? Even though I thought I was emotionless, I was reacting with nothing but emotion. People don't realize that you're able to respond the way you want to. So just because you feel mad does not mean that you have to physically, uh, not physically, I mean, uh, verbally respond with anger. You know, you can take that information, take the message, but move the emotion and still speak. I was not able to do that. You know, I was always on the defense and didn't hold myself accountable at all. I mean. Um, my communication was trash and I was afraid of conflict because I was always a people pleaser that was emotionally empty. So I didn't want to hurt women's feelings directly. So I chose to ghost. And I mean, not knowing that's, that's still abandoning somebody. And I mean, and that all really, uh, came back to me when I was depressed. Um, I was really able to see what that experience was like on the other foot. It made me empathetic and it rubbed all the past fuckboy shit in my face. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, karma has whipped my ass to infinity and beyond, <laughs> for real. But 
I have learned my lesson. You know, I'm, I've gotten right with the communication and emotional intelligence and I will continue to work on this area. I don't ghost no more. And I mean, um, I don't have any plans to ghost anymore. Like I, I straight up be having conversations, looking people in the eye, tell them what it is, you know, um, and not from an asshole way, a calm, mature way. And I mean, because we adults and that's what we should be doing, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, definitely excited for what's going to come. Um, especially like with the future of love life, you know, because that's something, you know, I feel like I'm on a different level now. So it, it, yeah, you know, excited for that, you know, but for right now I'm chilling, you know what I mean? Um, and like one of the last parts, uh, cause this episode is really more so about reflections and helping people out. But, um, for me being in touch with the world was something that I needed to really do. Uh, I wasn't really keeping up with news or world updates prior but as i get older it's hard to avoid that shit and i mean it's on social media i don't look at news at all um because quite honestly like it's biased and i don't trust it i get my news from social media and i do independent research on my own and one thing that i have been talking about uh for a couple weeks now is this post office shit so over the weekend i've been seeing a lot of people talking about how the post office uh how I've been seeing a lot of people talking about how their mailboxes have been removed and or locked. Plus, these million dollar mail sorting machines are being destroyed with no reasoning, which is slowing down mail delivery greatly. People depend on the post office to deliver their medication. But because of the fuck shit of Trump and Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, People's lives are in jeopardy. Fuck Trump and DeJoy. Get DeJoy the fuck out of here, for real. Like, I don't, underst- I don't think y'all understand the magnitude of what's going on and how our civil, how our, our rights. This is a service provided by our, comp- our country, our government, that is funded by our taxes. It is under attack, and they're trying to steal the election right in front of us. So please, wake the hell up. Another thing um, about being attached with the world is that a lot of your idols, especially men, um, and more so with music too, these niggas is nasty. Um, and this past week, I found out about somebody that I was like in shock and truly disappointed. And that person is Marvin Gaye. This man was nasty as fuck. So, of course, I'm going to tell y'all to go ahead and do your own research, but I'm going to tell you what this man did in his past. It's crazy how they hit this shit. I did not know this. In 1966, Marvin Gaye had an affair with his wife's 15-year-old niece, Denise Gordy. After getting the young girl pregnant, he made his wife pretend the child was hers. And that's not the worst thing. His next marriage to Janice Hunter is fucking sad, right? Marvin Gaye repeatedly beat his wife and once even held a knife to her neck and forced her to perform sexual favors on his friends. This shit right here, like that, that's a nasty nigga, man. And I hope he's burning in hell for all the fuck shit he did, you know? So that's part of griefing I got to do now. And I mean, getting rid of all that Marvin Gaye music in my, my playlist, he had some shit, but if you nasty, you got to go. Fuck all that shit. And with me being in touch with the world, 
one thing I found out is that you have to know when to pull back from the news. Um, like I said, this Marvin Gaye shit hit me hard. So I'm like, yo, let me get off social media for the rest of the day for this shit. Um, but yeah, at one point, politics, especially when Trump got in um, office, it really began to start messing with my mental health in ways that I never imagined. And that's before like, I even um, was diagnosed with everything and I didn't know what's going on. Uh, so it's like a little bit after Eric Gardner too. Um, but yeah, just people seeing people online and their stupidity, especially family members that supported Trump. Like we had some wars nowadays. I, I refuse to go back and forth with anyone on social media, but back in the day though, I was doing that shit and I found out it's, it's useless. And it's that quote of, uh, you should never argue with fools because from afar people can't tell who the fool is. And I was out here looking like a fool. You know what I mean? So Make sure, you know, social media detoxes are a part of your life um, because we have become attached to these devices. And honestly, some of us, including myself, can't go a day without a social media device. Um, there was a point where I went to Cuba a, a few years ago. I think that was 2018, somewhere around there, I think. Cuba does not have private Wi-Fi. So that meant that in your house, you were not able to get Internet out on the uh out on the streets on your regular phone you were not able to get internet the only way you were able to get internet is if you went to a point where the government had established a wi-fi post which was a park usually and that's where you got your internet from like that detox that forced detox was great for me and i definitely need another detox um but it was dope in cuba and i ain't gonna lie i'll talk about that later on but uh you can go ride past the park at 4 a.m and see nothing but screens with lights and shit like it, it was wild but uh yeah Social media detoxes are crucial when it comes to being informed with what's going on in the world. Uh, the smallest little thing can affect your mental health, um, especially like waking up first thing in the morning and going to that phone and seeing social media. Even though you're scrolling past the, the bad news for a second, it still is soaked in your mind, you know? So even right now, I have to really practice uh getting off of social media now uh, but with the business of course i can't but you know as i bring in more team members i'll have the opportunity to get off of it for a little bit but you know i gotta grind to get to that point uh and then my very last last point because i think what i said my last point was uh being in touch with the world but mental health uh mental health has become very very important to me um within the past couple of years i would say like i went majority of my life 20 plus years not even knowing what mental health was but now you know this is what i do i'm an advocate you know what i mean i never had this plan to be a mental health advocate but god and the answers had this plan for me you know what i mean um so i'm about to drop my mental health presentations uh virtual presentation for colleges it is interactive and engaging it's called the rebirth of the phoenix and it is my story that i'm using to help our college students uh during these times because Prior to COVID, their generation were experiencing mental health, uh, mental health conditions at higher rates than any other uh, generation. Now with, you know, COVID, everybody's fucked up, but, you know, just really providing a specific service to college students. So that's virtual. It's going to be some dope shit, you know, um, and information on that will be out. So please make sure you follow us on our social so that you can stay informed when that presentation is out because this is something that's needed and these students are really going to connect to it 
And of course, you know, I include hip hop with it because that's what I am. I'm hip hop. This is hip hop. And I mean, and um, one of the biggest things when it came to mental health was really my work with NAMI, New Jersey, uh, National Alliance of Mental Illness, New Jersey. Um, I do free presentations. That's right. Free called In Our Own Voice. And with this, I share my story and I provide mental health education to people. I answer questions like we really get into the shits. You know, I'm an open book. So I want people to ask those tough questions because, you know, not everyone has someone they can go to and talk to. So if you are interested in booking a session, it is done through Zoom and it is free to all New Jersey residents. You must be a New Jersey resident only. We currently do not offer sessions to people outside of the state. However, I can refer you to. Uh, the NAMI affiliate within your particular state that can help you out with setting up a uh, presentation. But with these presentations, like I said, they are free. We do them for churches, law enforcement, workplaces, Greek organizations, uh, Masons, Eastern Stars, families, wherever. It doesn't matter. And it can be set up within a matter of days. You hit me like, yo, Taryn, I need this presentation for two days from now. If I got the time in my schedule, boom, I got you. So far since... um. The start of this year, I presented to a little less than 600 people and only 20 people have been black. So we got to change that shit for real. So please, please, please hit me up and we're going to get these presentations popping because, you know, I am on a mission to erase the stigma associated with mental health. And it's time for us to get right mentally. Know what I mean, we get right in the gym. So we got to get right in the mental. Know what I mean, like that's how athletes perform at high levels. They take both the mental and physical and they combine it and they become beasts. Look at Steph Curry. Look at LeBron James. You know what I mean? That mental is key. So this is the end of the episode. I'm done preaching. You know what I mean? I'm about to go ahead and relax. Uh, I actually recorded this episode the day before. When you listen to this, I'm probably going to be on the beach. Been out this motherfucker since 4 a.m. Relaxing, writing, reading, doing some yoga, working out, all that stuff. But, you know, just taking time for myself because I've been grinding, grinding, grinding for probably a year now yeah i started this real talk stuff december 2018 ever since then grinding know what i mean so i need a break i'm tired i'm motherfucking tired so uh take this information and apply it to your life um i was going down the road of being a public success and a private failure that's a movie i've seen multiple times with different storylines and that shit is whack as hell i want to be successful in both private and public know what i mean so Work on it, you know, just because you got knocked on your ass by life doesn't mean you got to stay down. You know, you don't have to be a slave to your circumstance. You can make some shit happen. You don't have to be young to make some shit happen. You can be in your 50s. You can be in your 60s. You can be in your 70s. If you truly want to create change, you can do that. And one of the things about what I'm doing is I can't just see myself get better. You know, I, I help my other people out because I'm on a pathway to help people. This is my mission. This is my purpose. And loyalty. People like to say that they loyal to somebody or like the idea or concept of loyalty. However, the hard part about loyalty is telling your people that they fucking up and holding them accountable for their actions. Know what I mean, so let's normalize letting your people know when they moving like clowns out here. Um, I'm going to be doing it. I've been talking to some people already within my circle and I got some more people to talk to. And it's not from a. a a evil, malicious, Taryn thinks he's better than other people. No, I see your potential and I see that you have given up on yourself and I want better for you. You know, you're constantly complaining about what you don't have, what you want. 
but you're not doing anything to get towards that. You know, I just want people to take the first step, just one step and that little bit of momentum will get you going. I mean, but ultimately, you know, I know too that sometimes people don't want to hit a message. So you got to know when to just let them go ahead and drown too. So that's another part of loyalty, you know, give them the rope. You hang yourself. It is what it is, you know, be as supportive as possible, but don't give so much. Don't care about a person's situation more than they actually care about for themselves. You know, be loyal to yourself, recognize your shortcomings and actively work on becoming strong in those areas. So that's the episode for this week. Uh, FYI, y'all might not get an episode next week. I don't know. It's my birthday. <laughs> so, uh, I might just relax, but uh, I got I got 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 a little two pack Shakur coming soon. You know what I mean, black owned things coming up. A little hint hint. But anyway, um, thank you for tuning in to the Miseducation of the People, proudly brought to you by the Real Talk Session Series, where all we do is provide that real talk only. I right, peace. Miseducation.